Good morning, sluts. It's time for perhaps a two. <laughs> Hello, friends and enemies. Welcome. It's perhaps it's you. It's your favorite unofficial Unsolved Mysteries rewatch podcast. Except we're not talking about Unsolved Mysteries today. We have a very special episode for you that I'm going to pretend the listeners demanded. They sort of did. They did vote for this. Yeah, we did a vote. Our patrons spoke and they said that they wanted us to put our money, our energy. They used their money to tell us to put our energy into a Q&A a episode. Q&A. It's been a, a while since we've done one of these. So I kind of thought no one was interested. Same. And no one had any questions and no one cared. But it turns out people did have questions. So we've decided to combine that with a little... A, like a super duper snack time super duper we have so many seasonal fall, snacks in fall front of themed us snack time so we're gonna do some snack time and answer some questions and not talk about unsolved mysteries and it's actually gonna be fun <laughs> and is, i'm liz that's uh, the oh yeah we haven't introduced ourselves it's come to our attention that some people don't know can't tell us apart or don't know who is who, who we are they just know that one of us has blonde hair one of us has black hair and they don't know which is which and i say you have to buy the zine to find out yeah i think this is just gonna be a mystery that lives on i kind of like it. some mysteries remain unsolved folks i'm sorry yeah there's no update on this one who knows mm-hmm. which one of us sometimes had like green hair i had colorful blank bang, I can't talk today. Blangs. I'd call her Blangs. Well, you just gave it away. Because I've never had colorful bangs. Although you didn't say your name. Well, you did. But no one would necessarily know who that was, would they? Context clues. Maybe not. Okay, whatever. Did I solve the mystery? (laughs) Did I finally solve a mystery on this show? Is that what we're learning? The the mystery of who we are? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, that's the deepest. What is the nature of self? That's the deepest. That's the the true (laughs) mystery. It's like when someone did ask about our favorite mysteries and you ended up saying the sea and I said death or something. And that's probably not what people... Did I say the sea? Yeah, we're like the depths of the ocean. Oh, I thought I... I I thought I answered mysterious sounds of which some of them come from the sea. Okay, maybe that was it. That's and then I the see it's although that is a mystery. I, I, I mean, it's, I don't see that as a silly answer at all. That there's a lot of mysterious shit in the sea. It's true. We don't know what is down there. Really, it's, it's kind of terrifying. In a, yeah, in a way, it's intriguing and scary, and I don't know. I assume that's why every kid, when I was a kid, we all wanted to be marine biologists. Right. My new mystery, I don't know if it's my favorite, but my new mystery that I want to solve is from our last episode with the doppelgangers. Oh, yeah. The two brothers. I, I have to know if they... Well, okay. I'm assuming they were half-brothers, but we don't actually know. The guy that met his own doppelganger. Yes. I do. I also... I really like your theory about that mystery. I that, am that leaning the towards there was a, a second family. had a second family. Um, I think that I was really pretty easy know. to do in the 40s. True. Particularly if you had an excuse of why you would be traveling for work or sure, something Sure, like you were a bone salesman or something. Yes. <laughs> a traveling bone salesman yes. going from door to door. Ma'am, yes. can I interest you in any fine bones? Yeah, exactly. And then they would probably bone and it was like a whole thing. Well, yeah. Um. Okay, so let's... Do you want to do one snack first and then... Sure, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start oh with God. your most anticipated snack? Yes, my most anticipated snack. Most of these are pumpkin spice flavored items, but we have these things that are like a Target only brand. What are these called? This is Favorite Day. That's the Target brand. And they're apple caramel crunch clusters. And it says pretzels flavored with apple caramel and milk chocolate. I it's been I bought these a couple days ago and it's There's been a lot of caramel in these. It was very hard for me not to eat it already because I really love like chocolate covered pretzels. You cannot even see the pretzel. Oh wow, yeah, there's a lot of caramel. Okay, our teeth are gonna be so rotten after this episode. <laughs> My teeth are just gonna fall out. That's the only problem. These are all, did we mention that these are all seasonal fall snacks? Yes, we're doing like a fall <sighs> snack time, super duper time. So let's try these caramel cluster things. Okay, I kind of love it. You have to really like caramel. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I do. There's the pretzel to everything else ratio. Could use more pretzel. Also, the pretzel is a little stale. A little light on the apple. Yeah. I'm not getting much apple, but I do like it. The, The connection to fall is tenuous. This is a hint of apple. It could it could be more apple forward in my opinion. I think they could have put more pretzel in it. 
And also not let the pretzels go bad. But maybe that's what you do when pretzels go bad is you turn them into... <laughs> clusters. You smother them with uh, caramel and yeah. chocolate. Mm. I mean, it's good. I definitely feel like Rochelle can make these butter. Yeah. Rochelle, friend of the pod, our resident history nerd. How would you get the apple flavor in there? Maybe you can buy apple flavor caramel. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's something for her to work on. <laughs> Last night... For Samantha's book club, we did a viewing of the Beanie Baby doc, Beanie Mania. And, um, Normal thing to do yeah. on a Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want to do on a Saturday night. And we read a book. I don't know if we've talked about this in the show, but we read a book called The Beanie Baby Bubble, which is about the Beanie Baby craze and how it was It was a bubble. It was like a like the housing bubble. Like any kind of the like market, thing. secondary yeah. market bubble type thing. I don't really understand, you know, economics, but... It was very fascinating, the book, and shortly after that book came out, this HBO documentary came out, and it, We've been watching to watch it all together. Yeah, so we got together and did that last night. Had so many snacks. The reason I thought of it is because Rochelle made these amazing cookies that mm. are like the the tie, the, the famous- The hang tags. Beanie Baby tag, the red heart that says T-Y on it, and she made cookies like that. They were delicious. And they were delicious. And um, what do you think of the documentary, actually? We might as well just do a little... I really liked it. Um, it was fun. It was fun. There was things in the documentary that weren't in the book and vice yeah. versa. So I really... I mean, honestly, the book was really good. I definitely would recommend it. Um, and as far as like a ex- whole experience, reading the book and then seeing the documentary was really fun. Um it really brought me back to my childhood. We never got like into the beanie craze, but we did have a lot of beanie babies. Um, but we like actually played with them as toys. Like my family never thought that they would be any right. kind of collectible or you weren't keeping them in, in those lucite no. boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always made jokes about how we were going to do that, but like I don't know, we just didn't have like the money or to, or the time. I had my mom was, was a single mom. We couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't time. be outside of a Hallmark store at four in the morning waiting to buy Beanie Babies, right? Like, we <laughs> just got whatever ones did. we found. And then we actually, like, all the Beanie Babies we still have, we took the tags off and actually played with them. But, you know, I remember that time very vividly. And we obviously had beanies. So it was fun. Um, it's a little time capsule. You get to see some real 90s outfits and... What there's I like a lot about, of news footage. There's a lot of like, so after reading the book, you realize that there's like some names that you recognize that were like big in the beanie craze was the woman that made that magazine that got Mary sued by, yeah. by Ty. Um, there was these like core group of moms that like kicked off the whole thing that were from the Chicago Naper- area. Naperville, Illinois. Yeah. And so um, you rich meet- people with too much time on their hands <laughs> yes. coming so- to you from Naperville, Illinois. <laughs> So you you meet these people in the documentary that you read about in the book. So that was really an enjoyable experience. I liked it. What did you think? I think I enjoyed it less than the book. I still think it's worth watching. I mean, it's definitely a less time commitment, obviously. There's more about Ty himself. In the in the book and what and a his weirdo. strategy too. I feel like some like the documentary kind of glossed over some of the way he really like strategized. I mean, it, it covered it sort of, but the book goes into more detail about his like you know artificial scarcity tactics and the whole retiring beanies and how that drove the craze right. and kind of drove the bubble. So yeah, there's definitely more detail. In I the think book. because the documentary didn't get to interview Ty, it focused pretty much almost exclusively on these moms and like. Yeah. How they sort of led the craze. Which is interesting in its own right. Yeah. I, it's definitely worth watching. If you have HBO anyway, like, you might as well watch it because, uh, yeah, it's just this, like, little weird window of time. You see a lot of beanies, too, which is fun. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I had that one. I had that one. <laughs> what you, I liked it, about the book was they got into, like, the um, the different iterations of beanies, too, and how some yeah. of them became super valuable, like the original bears that had the weird face, or, like, yeah, there was, like, some... That. Like, they some would change first... colors of things, yeah, and, some of, yeah. They would, like, do a run of beanies and decide they didn't like it, and then they would tie... Because Ty was, like, kind of manic about how, like, he had to lord over every detail, and so he would... They would do, a, like, a first edition run of a beanie, and then decide they wanted... He want, he would come in and decide he wanted it, I don't know, purple instead of blue, and then suddenly the blue ones were super sought after and super valuable. Yeah. So... There was just, yeah, there was more interesting details like that in the book. I definitely had the octopus inky. It's Did like you have the original? One. I had the original one that was brown. They changed it to pink later. Um, but me and my friend Sarah were really into squids. 
in middle school as you are. Okay, sure. That was like our favorite animal. It's still my favorite animal, honestly. They're just mysterious and weird. Anyway, so she got me the inky, the octopus that was brown, which would have been really bad. Yeah, but of course I took the tag off of it. I played with it. Right. The, like the eyes were like all worn away. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't still have that because I I loved that inky. I'm sure all of our beanies are in a tote at my mom's house somewhere. I want you to go find the end. I do have uh, the end bear, which, which was, was a, supposed to be the last was supposed, one. <laughs> that was another like gimmick that he did in 99, which is announced that, you know, it was on the like, decline. And so suddenly Ty announced that he was going to stop production of beanies and they made this final beanie and it was a bla- it was a bear that was black and it was called just the end. And it's had so that, ominous and odd. It's very weird. And yeah, I have one Also, it's somewhere. like leading up to Y2K where people like honestly did think the world was going to yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. There's a discussion in the book and I don't remember the other name suggestions. The end was not like right. That was not what they were going to call it. They were going to call it something else and then ended like, on the yeah, end. Goodbye and, or something. Yeah. But the farewell. Bear. I don't the, know. It was, yeah. it was it was a cute fun time. And um, should we talk about the the seasonal snacks we had last night? Because we had some cookies. Oh, that's that true. Were OK, so we also um, made some cookies so we could try them. We made these um, boob. No, sorry. I keep doing that. Frankenberry and Count Chocula cookies. They're like those roll cookies. Yeah, the, with l- the ghost. little cutouts. Yeah. Are those Pillsbury? Who makes those? Maybe Pillsbury. Well, you know, you know what I'm you know, talking about. Yeah, they're more. I feel like they're really common around Christmas time. Yeah, and they have a little like painted shape in the in the shape. center of it. Yeah. Um, they really did taste like cereal. I didn't love them, but they were. It's they, a f- interesting novelty, I guess. I was surprised how much they taste like the cereal. So if you really like either of those cereals, mm-hmm. then you can eat it in cookie form. Though everybody was like, "This is weird because it's a cookie," but I feel like I'm eating cereal. It smelled, especially the Frankenberry, smelled strongly of the cereal. So it was an interesting experience. And then we also had, I think this is a Toll House thing. I, pum- kept- I think it was a pumpkin pie, white chocolate chip. Yes. Yeah. Oh no! It was supposed to be cream cheese frosting oh. was the chip, but oh, okay. but guess what? No, it didn't really taste like cream cheese. No, I didn't. Those were fine, kind of lackluster. I liked. Okay, so the package said not that this would have stopped me if it didn't, but it said you could eat it raw or cooked, and so we tried it raw, and I liked the raw. I liked it, I raw, it raw than cooked. That sounded really dirty, but I did. <laughs> Someone isolate that audio. Ra- no, please do not. Repot. Please do not. <laughs> saying I liked it raw. No, if you do that, you're not allowed to listen to this podcast anymore. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to tell your mom. Um, I did prefer the raw dough over the cooked <laughs> cookie. Yeah, but you know what? Better. I feel like that's always true. It could have so. been how we cooked it, though, because they had different cook times, but we put them in the oven together because we were lazy. And so I don't think that that one got cooked long enough. So Max thought we had cooked it too long. Well, we put it back in the oven because we thought it wasn't done yet, and that probably just fucked it up. I don't know. But. I felt like it could have used more spice or maybe a chocolate chip. or It was, it was lacking, I thought. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, so let's answer a question now. So we had asked, I think these are all going to come from our Patreon. So thank you to them always. This show literally wouldn't exist without them. We would have stopped years ago. Um, We're going to start off with the sweetest question I've ever heard from listener Alex. What can we do to make y'all's job easier? That is extremely sweet. I love PIY so, so much. I know from experience how hard it can be to keep up a podcasting schedule. But hearing your voices means so much to me that I will do anything to help. <laughs> wow. Anything, Alex? Are you sure? If you are a patron and you're wondering about this, just know that you're already yeah, going really. above and beyond because you're giving us your money. And like Liz said, we would not be we would not do, be doing this. Like no. I would not fund this myself. No. <laughs> so. We did when we started and we were enthusiastic. We like got some recording equipment and paid for the WordPress and whatever. But at this point, we definitely need the patrons so that we're not bleeding ourselves. Yeah. And even a small operation has expenses. There's just weird costs. I mean, yeah. There's hosting fees and equipment and whatever. We had to get a business license. Just bullshit like that. Yeah. So you're already going above and beyond to support us, which we really appreciate. If you And, it, and it, you can support us in other ways, too. I mean, just your like, Five star reviews. Definitely. Feedback. Yes. Five star reviews really we love going. hearing from you we love it when people send us snacks that's also not really necessary but we do appreciate it um Which, yeah if you want okay so again this is not necessary but there we do have an address on our website if you wanted to send if us if you want to send us a card or um, whatever 
Um, the only pl- place that sponsors us and ever will sponsor us is, I swear, <laughs> is Repod. So download that and you can leave comments on individual episodes and make them feel like they spent their money well. Yeah, like just positive. You know, if you interact with us on our social medias or our Facebook group, we need those like little ego boosts so it doesn't feel like we're just talking into the void. Yes, because I we then again we wouldn't keep. We're, we're doing it at this point really for you guys. So if it, if it's no one is listening, or if it's literally just my mom, like we're probably gonna stop. I'll call her. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we can. Listen, I can talk to each other anytime <laughs> we want. That's not. We don't actually have to record it. No. as it turns out. We don't need our friendship to be work. Uh, yeah, it's weird that we did that to ourselves. So really, but it's worked out for the most part well. So yeah, really, any positive feedback helps us keep going. And someone last night was like, "Well, because we were talking about the Boy Meets World um, rewatch podcast," and someone was like, "There must kind of be a lot of money in these rewatch podcasts." And we were both like, "Let me tell you, there is not." No. But obviously, if you're already famous, people want to know what you have to say. If Robert Stack had a rewatch podcast, right. I'm sure that would be lit. But right. Okay. Next question. This next question is for you. Okay. This is also from listener Alex. What is Travis like? Should we have a voice crush on him too? I mean, I have a, I like his voice. I've, I don't know if I've ever heard it recorded. So I'm oh. not sure. I can't really speak to that if you would have a voice crush on him. My husband- I mean, that's a personal preference. You can't. <laughs> Samantha's like, I do. But then again, she married him. Right. So. Right. So, of course. Um, Is she a if reliable I, like, source? hated his voice, that would probably be pretty weird. That would be hard. It would be hard to live with someone whose voice you hated. Yeah, I don't think that would work. What is he like? Well, he is a mechanic. Um, he likes to build things. His hobbies include woodworking, watching uh, really games. long documentaries about how bridges were made. He loves, yes, he loves watching what I consider boring TV, which is like anything public access. <laughs> Nova, he has. I swear, I swear, I've seen every Nova. He loves that show, How It's Made. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, his favorite TV show, which always makes people laugh because they assume he's just like a, I don't know, maybe because he's a mechanic that he's like a manly man. But his favorite TV show is Project Runway. And no, are, that makes sense. And we are currently watching the new, um, like, Heidi and Tim Gunn show okay. on Amazon, the ma- sure. Making the Cut, which I don't like as much as Project Runway. He really likes it. Um, so he likes those type of competition shows. Like, he likes, he like, likes Top Chef. He likes competition shows. And- he loves any kind of competition cooking show. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, he just works all... He's workaholic. He loves to work all the time, which is kind of a trait of a lot of mechanics. So he's always fixing cars and I like never mowers from see the neighbors. Him. I know that he's real, but... Yeah, I think... Liz, he's always at work. It is funny because... <laughs> I mean, part of this is a, a fa- like a, a result of how far away I, li- I live, but um, this is probably... You've probably not seen him very often. I've seen him Because, yeah, he is always... Times. He's he always is at work. He's always yeah. working, um, which is what he wants to be doing, so it's fine. Uh, he likes to be busy. Um, can't relate yeah same <laughs> okay what should we snack on next um i really want to try these uh dunkin donuts goldfish yeah i'm not really sure why dunkin donuts had to come into this equation but they're well i first saw these on the instagram uh, account candy hunting yeah same which this is pumpkin spice graham cracker donut goldfish there's a lot going on so just to make some little Sweet. Oh, I didn't need that many. I poured yes, you too do. many on my plate. Well, if you don't eat any, then I'll have to eat them all. Okay, these are really good. These are... F- For some reason, it weirds me out. You know how a cheese goldfish is, like, round on both sides? And this has one flat side. These are really good. I do feel like... I have a complaint about pumpkin spice, which is, like, I feel like they hold back on the spice. Yeah, definitely. And I, maybe that's just because, like, maybe a lot of people... Maybe that would be controversial. Maybe it would be polarizing. But I want more spice a lot of times. And that's true for these. But they're still really good. These taste like Teddy Grahams. A little bit. That's what it reminds me of. And I think that's why I want more, like, spice. Yeah. Because that would differentiate them from Teddy Grahams. But, I mean, I like a Teddy Graham, so... And these are pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, I enjoy these. I appreciate this purchase. Okay, now there's a question for me. What was Liz's favorite class in art school? I did Ooh. go to art school. This is a good question. Um, I went at Illinois Wesleyan University in Bloomington, Illinois, which no longer has an art school. Okay. So you cannot follow in my footsteps. So 
it's really probably for it makes me very sad in a way but it's also like i understand why no one wants to spend all that money to do that it is a lot of money yeah um what's my favorite class i mean i concentrated in painting and i still paint and um so i guess that is a kind of a boring answer um I had to also, you had to take, you know, like other classes outside of your concentration. And I managed to burn my face with acid during what? my printmaking class. Yes. Oh my and, God. Um, like, so, how serious was this? Uh, I mean, I, I, you're looking at my face. I mean, it's yeah, fine. It doesn't it's look fine. burned off. But <laughs> um, I was doing an etching and you, what you do for that is there's like metal it has a like top coating and then you scratch what you want your image to be into that coat and then you put it in acid and the acid eats away at the scratched part right and Mm -hmm. it it goes into the metal and you can use that to print and it being an art department we were taking things in and out of acid with literally a plastic fork or knife from the starbucks that Um, doesn't seem strong enough for this no it broke and, and then it just flung it at it your just, face. It just, I'm imagining how this broke and it always well, like springs. You know, I'm like lifting the piece of metal plate out of the acid and it broke. And then it fell back into the acid bath and splashed. splashed. And there was a like eyewash thing in the room. So I like, you know, washed it off. And then there was like an emergency phone thing. But that just connected to like the, the operator desk at my school, which was just some student you know <laughs> and i was like um i just had an accident in the art department with the acid and like, oh of course God. like that like everybody's like what but then that person called like the police the fire department oh, no. and, and like th- a- firemen came like running in to clean up the acid and they were like where's the acid and i was like on my face <laughs> Oh and they were just like not understanding what had happened. It was just, just like huge whatever. But basically, they took me to the hospital and then just had me put my face in a sink for a really long time, and that was it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you didn't suffer any lasting. But I did reach up after it splashed, and I could feel my skin like <gasps> receding where the splash. Oh my god. Was. Uh, yeah and i was like the only person in that class that ever wore goggles like believe it or not i took it the most seriously of anyone in there so thank christ for that and i didn't go to class the next day after that happened and my teacher was honestly mad like, i got splashed by acid yeah. because you were having us use flimsy ass and she told me that cutlery she told me that i must have sensitive skin what and then when it was the end of the semester i had to clean up the acid Oh I'm God. the one that had to pour it like into this bottle and stuff. Oh my God. And when I made a fate, when she told me that that was what I had to do, I like, you know, whatever. I like reacted and she said, Liz, enthusiastic cleanup is part of your final grade. Wow, what a bitch. I know. What a bitch. And she, she also taught she drawing. She was mad because you had an accident in her class. Partially her fault. She should have given you stronger implements. She probably. made her look bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she was also our drawing instructor. She taught printmaking and drawing. And I was originally going to be a drawing concentration. And after that, Is I that what made you switched. Change? I switched to painting. I also added a double major with English because I was like, fuck this. But I was on sco- – I probably would have honestly left, but I was on scholarship. I had an art scholarship. Okay. So I had to have an art major. Component, yeah. 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 Wow. That's very interesting. <laughs> oh, good times. But yeah, anyway, it was fine. Um, I think what people don't realize about – so this was at like a small liberal arts university um, that had other, there's a school of nursing and a school of music and you know, whatever. Um, like studying art isn't necessarily hard, but at that school, it was super time consuming. Like, Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, it's probably a lot of work. It was just a lot of, for the first couple years after you weren't deciding like whatever you wanted to do and it was a little more up to you, like... To make like a gigantic drawing in like two days, you're kind of like, well, I guess I'm. You also not have to come up with an idea, yeah, 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 which is not something that just happens instantly. Um, yeah, I was, you know, whatever. I've got a lot of thoughts and feels, but we'll just stick with that acid story. Okay, what should we eat next? Um, maybe a Kit Kat. Sure. So, which kind do you want? I want to try the pumpkin pie Kit Kat. Okay, sounds great. I can't remember if we've had these before or not. I'm going to throw it at you. 
got it. I couldn't remember. We've tried a bunch of novelty Kit Kats on this show. We probably had this one before. I couldn't remember. It's just like the pumpkin spice flavored cream. There's no chocolate. I really wish they would do flavors with chocolate, personally. Okay, this one, good spice. Okay, this is lovely. This is very folly. The spice is prominent in this flavor, yeah. which is what I want. It kind of smells like a candle, but it tastes good. Mm, this is delicious. I love these. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I give this 5 out of 5 Robert Stacks for sure. Mm, so good. Really nice. You should give those to your trick-or-treaters or just eat them all yourself. Yep. Mm. You could give your... Don't the witches brew ones... Aren't those just like regular Kit Kats? No, those ones are the green ones. Oh, that's right. I think they do make regular, just regular ones. The trick-or-treaters get the regular Kit Kats. You can give them regular Kit Kats and keep these ones for yourself. I feel like kids don't really want this, do they? I have no idea. I have no idea what kids want. Do kids want want pumpkin pie spice Kids, Kids, what do you want? They probably just want Reese's Pieces Cups, right? I would assume so. Or, I'm sorry, Reese's Cups. Those little gummy hamburgers. Yeah, those are fun. (laughs) They're always so hard, though. I only ever got those in my my trick-or-treating. Like, where did, where do you even find those? I have no idea. Last night, I referred to a gummy as supple, and it clearly really bothered Samantha. I, it's a little sexual as a way to describe a gummy. I just I meant that it's like, sometimes they're like too hard. Yes. And they're too chewy. The, I agree that, that these it was like gummies, soft and were... stretchy and like. Someone brought gummy fighter planes, which is very funny as a concept, to uh, the movie night. And. They were they delish. Were really good. They were like, just like those good candy texture. It was like, yeah. I just couldn't think of a better word to describe the like supple. Yeah, I said they were supple. I said this is gonna sound creepy, but these are supple. It does sound creepy, and I feel like supple is a little bit like moist. It's one of those words to me. I don't know. And as a way to describe a gummy candy, I'm I don't know that I'm fully comfortable with it. But I stand by. I still can't think of a better word to describe what I mean. It's not a yeah. It's not a bad way to describe them, but. It's just off, extremely off-putting. It's a little off-putting, yes. But they were tasty. Mm. Okay. Listener Mike has asked, can you outline your witchy paths a bit? No, because I don't have one. Yeah. Um, we Maybe we give off a vibe of witchiness or like we, 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 talk, we, about, we talk about we it talk a lot. We talk about witches a lot and I, I admire witches. I... I like the whole thing, but I am not spiritual, so I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'm same. not personally. A I, I consider myself a fan. Yeah, supporter for sure. Yeah, and I think this podcast and living in what is informally known as the witch district of Minneapolis definitely inspired me to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. And I've gone to some classes at a store called The Future to learn about like sigils and other things. And I think that it's all really interesting and like valuable. And I. I see a value in it and I respect it, but yeah, I'm just, I just don't have a spiritual life. So I'm not a practicing witch. I think like the lore is really interesting and I, you know, I I guess we celebrate the seasons in our own way. Maybe that's the closest we get. Sure. But yeah, I'm not actually a witch. I just have a print that says hex the patriarchy by my front door. That's, that's which is a sentiment we (laughs) can all get. Yeah. I mean, witch or not. Uh, being a, an asset to your village and a, a horror to the establishment is something I absolutely respect, but is just really not a part of my life. Yeah, I don't have a, any kind of practice. Yeah, no. Of any kind, which no. or otherwise. So, I mean, I went to, before the pandemic, I was going to yoga classes pretty regularly for like a decade. Did I ever do yoga at home? No. i just not good at incorporating meditation or or any of that kind of stuff into my regular like daily life my home life same like I will go and like you know I took a class on like deadly plants at the witch store and like their uses in herbal medicine and stuff and I was like wow this is so interesting but it's not like I'm ever gonna I'm not gonna like grow poisonous plants and right. like yes. make herbal medicine. I was just like, this is fascinating. And then Didn't I we listened to a talk about like gardening by the moon phases, yeah, or something. Yeah, which is, I love it. I'm not gonna do it, but I love it. I feel like I have enough trouble trying to just like fit things into the schedule of my yeah, life yeah. that I don't want to also start thinking about fitting it into the schedule of the moon. Yeah, but I do think it's cool, and if that like helps you 
you know, organize your time and your priorities. And I think a lot of witchcraft, like to just really over oversimplify it, comes down to just like admitting what you want and like being honest with yourself. Sure. And that seems very valuable to me. Yeah. And a lot of it, yeah, if you're like being very simplistic, it's like, well, this is like meditation with props or this is like journaling or this is like these other valuable things. So I think that's cool. But yeah, sorry. We're not witches. That's why we had to bring in witches to do the the, the protection spell. But yeah, yeah, we needed to outsource that to some professionals. Okay, this one is asking us which one of us has black hair. Too bad you'll never know. Um, Mike, listener, Mike asks again. What are your favorite Halloween things to do? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, we love a pumpkin patch. Yes, we love all the wholesome fall activities. So, like, picking apples, going to get your pumpkins. We were on a cemetery tour literally right before this. Yeah, we went on a trolley tour of Lakewood Cemetery here in Minneapolis, which is a super lovely way to start a day. It's beautiful. Honestly, the weather was perfect. It's a beautiful day. We got to sit on a trolley and just see some beautiful (laughs) grave vistas. They have this amazing chapel there if you are in the area and you've never been i would definitely recommend even if you don't really care about cemeteries going and checking out this chapel we learned a lot about it today and i thought it was really interesting i've been there a couple times and none of the tours have ever gone into so much detail about this chapel and i don't know why because it has such a fascinating history and it's honestly breathtaking it's so beautiful the dome of it inside is completely uh mosaic made in italy she said that the mosaic tiles are the size of a fingernail and there's like over a billion of them there is made by the same artisans that worked on like the vatican like it's it's honestly so gorgeous and it's so well made that even though it's like more than 100 years old they've never had to restore it no and it's just it's so it's, it's so pretty but the whole cemetery is really really nice and um i'm gonna look into getting my ashes interned there so it's beautiful. There's a there's a lake, hence Lakewood. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's yes. so big that these tours they rent trolleys and drive you around, drive you around and tell you the about fall colors them. are so beautiful. I think we're gonna go back for the fall color celebration. Um, what we really don't do is like we've never gone to a haunted house. I don't like a haunted house. Hate them. Would we never. don't. We don't do any of the more like scarier like things where people pop out at you or nope. like we love a ghost tour we love a cemetery tour we a like pumpkin patch we go to this is this is a traveling thing so maybe there's one near you they're at the minnesota zoo they do this thing called a jack-o'-lantern spectacular which is like this, thousands of jack-o'-lanterns they create this whole like it's outdoors and it's on their like zoo trail and they transform it with all these jack-o'-lanterns there's a theme every year we go to that we've gone to that for like i don't know three years running yeah, that's super get cool. Get some hot cider and walk. Anything where I can get some hot cider, I can walk around, I can feel some fall vibes, I can maybe be outside if it's warm enough, and anything that involves that, I will do it. We go to Anoka. You know, we've gone to that's Anoka true. a couple times, which is the Halloween capital of the world. I, they invented trick-or-treating. So they claim to have invented trick-or-treating. Sure. I think a couple cities claim that. But I'm going to give it to them because they're the ones near us. Yes, same. So sometimes we go there. Though I don't think they do make a big Halloween celebration, really, which is funny. They have a parade. We've never okay. gone to that. We've gone, like, just... I mean, it's not, like, Halloween-specific always. Just to, like, yeah, go just antiquing or whatever. Go feel the vibes. Yeah. Um... The other day you were saying that that you heard someone in England be like, why are people in America so into fall? Yes. And I was like, you don't understand our, like, happiness at temperate weather. I mean, I'm sure if you live in, like, California, you don't care so much. But Maybe not. The parts of the year in Minnesota where it's not boiling hot or, or freezing, freezing cold, cold need to be celebrated. Yeah. And, a, and I don't know. It's a beautiful. It, and it's such a beautiful time. Something about, like, it's been a long, hot summer, and now, like, you can feel, like, there's a cool breeze. You can put on a sweater, drink something delicious. The food is so good. You know what I mean? Last vestige before we have, like, six months of snow. So this is really our busy social time, and then we'll be like, okay, see you never. Hibernate for the winter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I love all that stuff. They used to do movies in Soldiers and Pioneers Cemetery, and that literally was my favorite thing, but they haven't done that recently. Yeah, since COVID, they don't do as many events. I really like Soldiers and Pioneers going to some of their, like, talks and things. Yeah. Which, I mean, we do those, we do those like, all year. So I don't know if that's, like, Halloween-specific. 
we try to do as many of these things as we can, you know, anytime, but obviously they have more th- of the types of things. Also, that's the other thing is they have more of the types of things we're interested in in this September or October. Yeah. Because they think people, that's when people want to go on a ghost tour, but literally. I will go in. Yeah. March. Sure. Great. June. Love it. Mm -hmm. One of the, my favorite things, Samantha, unfortunately didn't get to go to this, was the Alexander Ramsey house in St. Paul did a Victorian style seance one year, but they've been shut for COVID this entire time. So I don't know if that'll ever reopen or do that again. I I have no idea what's going on over there. Mm -hmm. So sad. Okay. Um, Next question. Will you be able to make it to the Mothman Festival this year? No. no. Not happening. Sorry. I don't know if we'll ever go to the Mothman Festival. <laughs> Honestly, very... we have to drive there. I can't sit in a car that long. I it's going to be very inconvenient for us. To, I guess maybe we could fly into somewhere nearby and run. It's like a whole production. Yeah, then we'd have to rent a car. That'd be re- I don't know. Yeah. We were know. all prepared to go before it, the pandemic. And then... That's a lot of driving for me. I, I feel like I was maybe a little optimistic about us getting there. <laughs> Same. And then, well, and and I, then we know. had to, yeah, call off our plans. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't really like driving for like an hour. Well, I have a bad back. I can't sit in a car for that long. I mean, I could theoretically medicate myself. But like, I don't know. I don't know why I thought I could ever do that. Because I couldn't. <laughs> so we had a whole plan to do like a road trip. It was going to be really fun. But yeah, then their plans got canceled because of COVID and... Now as I'm much like, as I'd love to go. It even makes sense. Well, and also I called the, the historic hotel and they wanted like a thousand dollars or something. amount of money to stay there. And um, you were like, oh, I'll need to discuss this with my business partner. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> which I should have, should have just been like, yeah, not going to happen, lady. Which I'm sure she knew, whatever. Um, and that's fine if people have that. But we do not really have that kind of. No. We're going to need some more serious podcast before we're making it to the Mothman Festival, I think yeah. is my point. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. I don't know. I'd love the idea of going. It seems really fun. And if we were closer, I think we totally would. But. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it also would have been more fun in a pre-pandemic world. I don't know. Somehow. Yeah, maybe the moment has passed. So probably not. Maybe it's not what it was. If you go to the Mothman Festival, though, send me a t-shirt because I really want a t-shirt from the Mothman Festival. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would love that as well. Unisex large. uh... (laughs) I'll take the biggest one they got and I'll sleep in it. That sounds great. But yeah, I don't think we'll ever go ourselves. That's sad, but probably true. Yeah, I don't know. Also, when they called it off, like first year of COVID, like height of COVID, I just saw so many comments of people being like, COVID isn't real. Why would you do this Mothman Festival? And I don't know why I expected more. Did that more. sour you a little bit? It did! Uh, yeah, yeah. Even though these the are people going to the Mothman Festival. Yeah. Uh, it turns out a bunch <laughs> of like conspiracy theorists didn't believe in COVID. And then yeah. I was like, well, maybe actually I don't want to go all that way to meet you. Yeah, because they probably aren't vaccinated. and Right. So it did, it did maybe leave a slightly <sighs> bad taste in my mouth. Damn. Yeah. Even though obviously Mothman is real. They're right about that part. But I mean, I would I Mothman is real and also COVID is real. I do really want our picture in front of that statue. I know. Both sides of it, but No. If you have like a ton of money and you want to send it to us <laughs> so that we can fly down there, rent a car, go get our picture taken in front Question of the Mothman. Question number one, how can you support us? Fund our yeah. Mothman Festival trip. <laughs> Yeah, because, yeah, there's some budgetary restraints. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure we really budgeted that out. Yeah. We might have been thinking a little little Should high. we have another snack? Yeah, what should we have? I think we should have one of these Milano pumpkin spice. Oh, my God, yes. I love a Milano. The texture Same. of those cookie. Which is your favorite flavor? I just like, I like the OG. I really like the raspberry, but mm. I'm a, I'm kind of a slut for raspberry things. This is pumpkin spice, of course. Yeah, as everything has to be. And as a, as white women, we are forced to eat this. When it's fall, you might not know this when it's fall, white women are required to only eat pumpkin spice pumpkin spice flavored items. There's some good spice in this, too. Okay, that's pretty good. Sorry to be chewing right into the mic. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, actually, this is delicious. This tastes a lot like the Kit Kat, actually. Yeah, this is nice. I'm surprised by how much I like this. Even though I love a Milano. Do you still think of these as like kind of fancy cookies? Like yes. something in my mind is like, yes. ooh, Pepper's Farm. Even though they make goldfish. I don't know. Yes. Same. 
Yeah, I love these. 15 distinctive cookies. 10 out of 10 on the pumpkin spice Milano, too. So fancy. I, okay, really I really appreciate that you still get chocolate in here, even though you get it's not just pumpkin spice. Mm. And the combo, to yes. me, is lovely. These are really fucking good. You should try these. That is, you know, $4 or whatever, well spent. Okay. Um, favorite teas. I feel like this question is probably more for me, because... I brought up that tea, um, I had a tea advent calendar that one year, and that was pretty good. I'm trying to find, sorry, I'm trying to find the name of this new favorite tea, but you know what I'm really looking forward to is Trader Joe's. If there's a Trader Joe's by you, they make a green tea, candy cane tea, like Mm. mint tea, and it is so good, and it's, you know, it's like 30 bags for $4, super cheap. Yeah. I always buy like six of those and then drink that until I, I just ran out <laughs> from last year. So now I need to restock. Those are, del- that's one of my favorites. That's delicious. Um, and now I can't find, oh, here it is. Um, our friend Amber recently sent me some tea because she found out I can't have caffeine. So she sent me this rooibos tea. And I do not know how to say the name of this company, so I'm just going to spell it. I-K-A-A-T-I dot com. They have a tea called Nectar Sun. Ooh. Um, let, this nourishing robust blend is highlighted with succulent peach and refreshing hibiscus. Okay, this is a very, this is, unlike the Trader Joe's item, this is not a budget item. This is a, a $20 box of tea. It's currently sold out, apparently. $20 for 12 hand-tied pouches. This tea is delicious. It would be a good gift. Yes. For someone for who like, I don't know, is me. a tea lover. For me, Maybe possibly. They should send you some. Um, <laughs> no, it is. And it comes in like a really nice box. and blah, blah. So I would say if you, uh, you know, want to treat yourself, get this. If you want to stock up on tea, Trader Joe's also has a great fall herbal tea. I was going to ask you what the fall one is. Because you were mentioning that you wanted that and it's not out yet. It has a fox wearing a scarf and holding a mug on the car. It's like Harvest Blend or something. Okay, okay. My favorite seasonal uh, Trader Joe's item is the spiced cider. Mm, Yeah, so good. I love me some of that spiced cider. Um, So I got to go see if that's out yet. Yeah, And of course, the uh, cranberry wine. Oh, we have some of that. If you want some, there's some in the fridge right now. I'm looking at the bottle of this in the corner. (laughs) Okay. Listener Kate wants to know, what's an update on the pod donkey? Oh. So what's Alfie up to, Samantha? Eating grass. (laughs) Um, No, actually, he's doing really good. He was very shy, and he still is. Um, I don't know. We don't know what his past was. He came from a rescue um, who got him from an auction. So who knows? But he's shy when it comes to strangers. However, because where they live, their little pen butts up against the road um some of our neighbors have started routinely stopping on their walks and bringing them carrots oh my god in particular there's this one guy who will bring up literally a bag of carrots and once i witnessed him we have their pasture open so they're all like in some some sometimes they're like way out there and i once witnessed him waving the bag of carrots in the air and then the horse and the donkey literally ran (laughs) He's, like, controlling them. From the back of... Look, the way to a donkey's heart... I mean, if you'd see this donkey, he's about as wide as he is tall. The way to a donkey's heart is through his stomach. Uh, so same with me. They see... We, I don't know his name. He's just a friendly neighbor. We call him Carrot Guy because, yeah, he brings carrots on his walks, feeds them. So he's really warming up to strangers, I think, because people stop and visit he's, him. He's realizing strangers might have food. Well, yeah, it's really, that's really the thing. If, if you don't have food, he's doesn't really he's kind of like why are you wasting my time i mean sam he's opened up he's as cute as ever i don't know um yeah he eats grass that's really his whole life (laughs) is eating eating uh you know going from one meal to another is really his his whole life (sighs) that's the life that's the life do you think you'll get a second donkey you know i would love to get a second donkey but they're a little challenging you know it's I mentioned his weight and that is like kind of a funny thing to say, but it's, it's hard to manage a donkey's weight. They're, they're evolutionarily designed to get as much nutrition Mm. out of what they eat as possible. So they could literally live off of straw. Like you can feed your donkey straw, which has like zero nutrition whatsoever. Um, And they could 
happily live off of it. And they so they gain mm-hmm. weight really easily. So keeping a donkey with a horse is a little bit hard because like controlling his weight has been a challenge and I the thought of adding a second donkey <laughs> that I have to constantly worry about these things is a little bit I don't know if I'm up for it, but I think he would like a donkey friend. So maybe someday we'll get another one. They're two peas in a pod, that horse and that donkey. They love each other That's so, so much. Um, but the horse is much older than the donkey. So at, at some point we will have to get another friend for the donkey because he's like eight and the horse is like 20. So do you think we could put a cart on Alfie and have him pull like a, a <sighs> load of love, pumpkins? I would love that. At the moment that... Someone would get injured if if we attempted <laughs> attempted such a thing. But you know, maybe if I get my act together and actually train him to do something useful, like pull a cart, we could we could fill it with pumpkins. And we could wouldn't be that a- just be lovely? I'm just picturing. I think Stillwater has some sort of like fall time parade, and I'm picturing us in the parade in, with the donkey being pulled by Alfie. They're just sitting on a, a giant pumpkin. Yeah, I love that. Like one of those state fair pumpkins. That's like. You know, two literal tons or whatever. <laughs> I don't think he could pull. He's and very small. <laughs> I don't think he's that strong. No, no. Maybe. He can pull us and a giant pumpkin. And <laughs> okay, fair enough. We might need to get the horse involved as well. Yeah, maybe. I have a vision. The you're pot. like, you're like a vision that will never. It'll stay in your mind, Liz. <laughs> it That's is never gonna happen. So cute to think about because he's just so cute. Yeah, the pod donkee. It's funny to call him that but you know how we have a mascot that's a donkey it's a donkey yeah whenever people ask me about you i'm like well she has a pet donkey <laughs> that's what i lead with very unique trait yeah. yes 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 you probably don't know anyone that has a donkey but she does i do have so. a pet donkey mm. okay should we try another snack item so we have another kit kat although i think this might just be white chocolate but Okay, this but is breaking bones break. i had to get it cuz it was called breaking bones and it had a skeleton on it okay, and it does I'm... have white cream in addition to oh. the white chocolate oh. covering. So maybe okay, also, I don't know if, why, but the pumpkin pie Kit Kats were, like, much littler. Yeah, the pumpkin pie ones are just the one half of They're the They're tiny, Kit and Kat. the breaking bones, you get the two that you can actually snap apart for whatever reason. So crisp wafers and white cream is what this is called. Breaking bones. It has a skeleton on it. I like the skeleton graphic. Yeah, this is just a white chocolate Kit Kat. It's good. Okay, well, yeah, kind of boring. I wish it could be bone-shaped, maybe. Oh, why didn't they do that? I guess they'd probably have to get, like, a whole new warehouse. Yeah, they'd need, like, a new mold and blah, blah, blah. They're like, no, just make it white. Tell kids they're cracking people's bones. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. Three out of five Robert Stacks. Yeah, it's just a white chocolate cake cap. Yeah, nothing too special about that. Okay. While I'm chewing... Mary Jean asks, what is something from the 90s that you really wish was still a thing? This is such a good question. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to go with, I wish TV shows still did like 22 episodes. Yeah, that's a... I wish TV shows stopped trying to be gigantic long movies and just were TV shows and made 22 episodes. Because I rewatched The Practice this year and it was so nice to have so much shit to watch. And just like, oh, it's another week. It's another case. I don't know. Like, I kind of just miss that format of television. Yeah. So, um, and I know not everyone does. Um, Rochelle was over here the other day, like, making making fun of that and, like, how there would just be, like, random throwaway episodes that meant nothing. And I was like, no, I literally missed that. Mm. I saw someone on the internet talking about, like, how on the OC there was a whole episode about how Ryan really wanted to play soccer and then it just, like, never came up again. Like, it was just a total... W- and I was like, yes, I missed just that that type of television. So yeah. that's what I'm going to pick, I think. I mean, obviously, Pogs. No, just kidding. I Beanie don't, Babies. I don't know why we got so into Pogs. Just anything you could collect that was, like, in multiples, we were like, give it to me. Yeah. Um, the colors... The world is much less colorful. Yeah, there's all it's all about minimalism and Bleh, boring beige. Even white. like McDonald's now is like, you know, like a new McDonald's is like gray and a square. Bring back the hamburger stools. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I want. I don't even really like McDonald's aside from the fries, but I am so nostalgic, weirdly nostalgic for like all of that McDonald Land the hamburger like, jail. Yes. <laughs> I don't, we didn't even go to the McDonald's that much when I was a kid. No, we didn't either, but I, I feel you. I, 
It just seems Remember like a very like, in the happy, pure yes. thing to be like, he's a mayor and he has a hamburger for his head. And <laughs> he's his term of service is 1,000 years. He will always reign on, in yes. McDonald land. Yes. And yeah. So definitely bring back the hamburger stools and um, just color in general. I feel yeah. like everybody's house. Gel pens. I feel like I'd bring oh, back gel God. pens. I realize they're still a thing. But like, I don't know if there was no. something about... We were the, really excited about it, though. Yeah, about how excited we were about gel pens. It, you know, and, and it's not true for everybody. It definitely wasn't, like, a better time. Um, no, certainly not. But in some ways, maybe a simpler time. Sure. There was just less going on, at least that you were aware of. Well, yeah, there, you know, when you weren't doom scrolling every day. Right. So you could just be excited about gel pens for a while in a way that I'm not sure if something new like that was out that... You would care for more than, like, five seconds, right. you know? Right. And you're going, Liz, you're an adult now. It's like, I know. I don't know what the difference is. It's hard to tell what is the, like, time in history and what is the time of my li- in my life. But, yeah. yeah, it does seem like, I don't know. And, yeah, things just lasted a lot longer, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a book fair. They probably still have those in schools. Okay. But, like- Fucking borders. I would sell my soul oh, to bring to Borders spend back. spend day at Borders? Yes. I love... I probably spent 10% of my life in a Borders. Yeah, and so I loved every second. there was a Borders in the Maplewood Mall. And we would go all the time. <laughs> we, I, we spent so much time. I spent... I literally... And I, I feel like part of the problem with their business was that people spent so much time there and didn't really buy anything. Not me, man. I spent every cent... I ever got my hands on one right, right to borders. Yeah. Just waiting. Everything costs $17. So just getting up to $17 so you could buy a book or a CD or a movie. Yep. And what else did I need? And every so often I'm very nostalgic about this and someone's like, well, they just pushed out like the small cool bookstores. And I was like, okay, but we didn't have that in my town. No, same. So we, we had that. a stupid crown books, which is also a corporate chain. Yeah. But it also had nothing. Um, so the fact that they push them out of business, I can't say that I care. There is, I think, I don't know if it's in the same spot, but there's a Barnes and Noble there now, or there used to be a Borders, and it's not the same. It's not the same, and there's not as many of those anymore either. True. I don't know. Bring it back. One night I couldn't sleep, and I sat down and like did a map of my hometown Borders, and I could remember basically where what every where everything was. <laughs> Which is, that's just going to be in my brain forever, clearly. Yeah. So I think I would bring that back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I would bring back. How do you feel about, like, a blockbuster? Would you bring back blockbuster? <sighs> the thing is, I miss not, that. Maybe not at the expense of streaming, but, like, just the experience of walking through the store and, like, deciding <sighs> what... <laughs> I have these giant earrings. I was wearing them yesterday that are like pink blockbuster cards. And it's weird. It's weird because at the time I was always like, oh my God, fucking blockbuster. Like I hate you because they never had what I wanted. They were, they were literally sued because their late fees were so fraudulent and they were charging people late fees that you didn't really accrue. Right. I think I'm more talking about the experience. Right. Like it was it like a horrible company. Yes. Do I miss going there? Also, yes, because it was just fun to wander around with your friends. You would go there wanting to rent some movie. Obviously, that was out. So then you're just wandering around going like, oh, God, what are we going to watch instead? And there's something about that that I just do really miss. And just the random stuff you would end up watching. And sometimes you would find something that was great or you would just make fun of something that was terrible. Or you would rent the same movie until your mom literally told you, I will never rent that movie again. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then... Like, my brother would always try to watch something, like, as many times as he could before he would return it to get, like, his money's <laughs> worth. So he would watch something, like, like back to back. Or he would wake up to watch it again before noon. <laughs> I love that. To, like, you know, it's like, we only have this for this limited amount of time, right? Like, it just made it a little bit more special and a little bit more precious. It did make it. I think that's what I was, I'm thinking of, is it did make it more special. Which it now you a just, whole experience. Now you just, it's like, well, I could watch anything at any yeah. time. And you're just like, ho-hum. I don't yeah. know. Yes, but, like, definitely. actually, like, going with, you know. Yeah, because, yeah, the thing you want might not be there. So you might not get to watch it. You have to r- end up with some other random thing. It's a whole, it was a whole experience. Yeah. I went so often with our resident librarian, Megan. And we would, like, you know, pick up Chinese food and then watch some Christopher Walken movie and, like. Uh, yeah, it turns out that like that was the best time, and it seems like very 
commonplace then, right. but you look back on it and you're like, oh man, that was so good. Yeah. So I don't know if I would bring that back. I'm not sure you can really capture that again. Yeah. But I do miss the video store experience. I miss like talking to the clerks that were like huge film nerds and like, you know, them complaining about like what the store stocked or them giving you like tips of like, oh, you have to see Maximo Overdrive. They run over a kid's head with a <laughs> steamroll, you know, just like yeah, stuff like that and there was a rumor that they had, like, porn under the counter. I don't think that was true because I'm pretty sure that's just, like, employee stuff. I don't think there's room for, like, a whole porn section How would under... you know what to ask for? You just walk up and you go, porn, please. Give me a porn. Give me, Give me one some porn. porn. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that was true. down and blindly pull something out. Yeah. It's like, well, I hope you're into this because <laughs> that's what's in stock. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Nostalgia. The 90s. I mean, I think in some ways you can, like... You know, I'll I'll be picking up those caboodles at the thrift store forever, sure, but sure. You can never really you can never really go back. Yeah, well, yeah. And yeah. also, then you like tons of stuff about it was shitty. Like, yes. it's shocking yes. to remember how openly sexist and homophobic, homophobic and racist yeah. people were, just like all the time. The stuff people said to me as a little kid, yes, to look back on and be like, why was some old man saying all this sexist things to me? When I was a girl and also right. like seven, right? You look back and you're like, no one would do that now. Or it would be much rarer. And it was very common at the time. Yeah, definitely. So it was definitely not all good. But but those McNuggets that you could change the different clothes on, I mean, those were solid. Exactly. So those plastic nuggets. It's so funny to me to see like stuff we really thought of as like junk in the 90s now seems like well made because stuff is made like so much worse like True. cheap clothes from the 90s if you see them at the thrift store still look like pretty much the same mm -hmm. but everything from like you know just fast fashion stuff is just going to dissolve in the wash just like is anything going to be left from now to like like it'll be left in the way that it's pollution but i don't feel like it'll be left in the way that it's usable no, you, yeah you won't be able to like yeah, find it at a thrift store. And... Because it's just going to dissolve into nothing. Yeah. Would you bring back the purple ketchup? Oh, my God. Was that no. from the 90s or the 2000s? It was, like, right on that cusp. I, I don't... That's kind of gross. <laughs> I realize they dye it red anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but... the Something about the purple. There was a green, too. Yes, there was, like, a Shrek ketchup. Yep. I don't, that doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> what about those macaroni and cheeses that were different colors? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's also like I mean it tasted the same, right? But like, yeah, it was weird looking, unappetizing. And then you just realize like, oh, that's not orange from cheese. That's just literal food dye. Yeah, they just use a different color dye. And actually nothing is now this <laughs> is like, it tastes exactly the same. <laughs> it's just poison you're eating, really. But see, I don't know. We didn't worry so much about stuff like that then. We did not. We were just like eating Doritos and Drinking that, like, colored, ju not juice, that colored thing in, like, a clear... Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a drink for kids that came in an unlabeled, clear, plastic thing with a foil top. They oh, would, yes. And it was just... <laughs> we got that like, at school. Like, juice. Yes. But it's just, like, sugar-dyed water. Yes. That had literally no nutritional value whatsoever. Yeah, you peel back the foil. You peel back little, the foil and you drink your like, little like... Like a pudding cup. Melted yeah. Jolly Rancher or whatever <laughs> the hell was in there. Yeah, I don't know. You definitely... I, I think a parent being like, oh no, my kid doesn't eat sugar. Like you would have been a freak. It was funny how obsessed with making us drink milk our parents were, but then like also gave us that. Yeah, Which I realized true. that was just big milk, right? Saying that yeah, it you know, turns your out kids' bones will turn to dust you, yeah. if you don't drink 16 glasses of milk a day. But All those got milk ads. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, we drank so much milk. Yeah, it turns out you can get like calcium and protein from... I don't even think it's that Vegetables. good of a source of calcium. Yeah. yeah. We were convinced that our bones... You were going to get osteoporosis if you didn't drink all that milk. Yeah. It turns out basically everything they told us is not true. Which is kind of fascinating. It is. Like, why did I even go to school? It's all lies. <laughs> why did I bother? Okay, we have one last question, and it's a good one. Okay. This is also from Mary Jean. If we were going to make a Perhaps It's You TV show, who would play Liz and who would play Samantha? Oh, I'm not good at these types of questions. I'm going to leave this one up to you. Okay. I obviously want to be played by either Christina Ricci 
or Kristen Ritter. Okay. Are, are those flattering comparisons? Absolutely. And I still demand them. <laughs> Kristen Ritter also is so funny. I And I wish she was in more comedic roles. So I definitely want her. I would love for her to play me. Um, who would you cast as me? Who is going to play you, though? Who is the actress that plays the the blonde woman on Riverdale? I feel like she kind of looks like me. That's true. Yeah. That's Lily Reinhardt. She's, She's very pretty. And I could ask her lots of questions about Riverdale. Yeah. So perfect. that would be great. Let's get her. Um, I think it would be hilarious if you were played by Emma Roberts, even though that's not your energy at all. <laughs> but no one says the word bitches better. I'm for it. So I think that would be really good, too. I mean, literally the only connection is that she's blonde and calls people bitches. But would we need someone to play Robert Stack? Oh, my God. I don't know who that would be. I don't know either. Who? Okay, let us know, listeners. Who would be a good? You should do it. Yeah. Do your fantasy. Stack. Perhaps it's you, the TV show casting. Um, I'm not sure what the plot of this TV show is. Well, that was the next question. What would be the episodic plot structure like every episode, do you solve a mystery? Do you shut down some problematic misogynist? What would I this... like the idea of solving a mystery, like what Nancy would... Drew style. I think, yeah, I think we would have a podcast on the show, but but the podcast would end up with us solving the mysteries that are in the episode. Yeah, somehow we would be able to somehow do that locally. Be, yeah, and, and then we would also do it maybe very like ladies from the keeper style, where we'd be like offering crab cakes, crab cakes or like snack. Like we were, we're we're going around offering novelty snacks to people to get them to talk. I'm yeah, maybe we could do some of the stuff we do, but we end up solving crimes. Like we're like, oh, we're on the trolley tour at the cemetery. Oh my god, a dead body. <laughs> We've got to solve this murder. You know, Laying like in the like Miss Marple style. Trolley. Wherever yeah. we go, we end up solving a mystery. Yes, I like this. I think that would be great. I think Tim Heidecker is going to play Mac every day. Who yeah. who'd play Mac? Tim Heidecker. Okay. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he's a little older but it's fine whatever that's that that would work pretty well and lenny and curtis will play themselves yep um (laughs) good luck with it good luck training them to do anything (laughs) um yeah i kind of love this i kind of wish it was real i do too i want the money from it i want to watch it it sounds pretty good i want to hear emma roberts as you being like good morning sluts it's time for perhaps (laughs) to Okay, that's how I'm going to start every episode. <laughs> Good morning, sluts. Good morning, sluts. Listen up, bitches. It's time for Perhaps It's You. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. So good. Ah! I love this. Um, My dream would be that every, every episode we solve a lost love. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the viewers want that. We could fit some in, though. That could sometimes be the mystery. Fair. Is that there'd be an old lady that's like, Where's the boy that took me to prom? And he's, you know, his he's, name was Jeff. That's she all can't I remember. Use the internet, so she needs our help. Well, yeah, and she doesn't have enough like details for Google, so we have to like solve it. We have to go like find the yearbook, and then yes, and then it turns out Jeff is like a swindler. He's become a sweetheart he's a swindler. Sweetheart swindler. Oh, we have to stop him before she <laughs> finds him. This is actually like a pretty good plot. <laughs> I really like this. Let's do it. So we're like, oh it. no, we found Jeff, but he's a sweetheart swindler, and she... so we can't introduce them. Yes. So we have to. So then we have to get a fake Jeff so that she gets the reunion, yes. but it's actually not real because her memory is slipping, and she won't know. Oh my god! It writes itself. Get us a meeting, <laughs> Kristen Ritter. What are you up to? Give us a call. Yes, I am that. Give us a call. I am that tall. I'm literally a supermodel sitting here. Well, you can be if you're casting yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm, I'm going to get all my Riverdale questions answered. This is going to be great. Yes. I mean, and Riverdale only has one more season. So when they're done with that, She's Lily, you got time. She's you're going to be free for this new project. Perhaps a podcast TV, TV show. show. Yeah, which is like us but Miss Marple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Oh, that's such a good question to end on. And now I'm like a little bit sad that it's not real. Well, let's cheer you up by having a pumpkin spice Oreo. Because if this existed, we could get Beanie Wong to do a cameo. <gasps> yes. And maybe Gordon Ramsay. Okay. I don't, we might be pushing our luck, but we can always try. I, 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 you know, this is in my mind. Netflix is throwing some real money into this show. Yes. And they will pay him to just come on and be like, you know come in yell at my kitchen and call you darling because i feel like he calls every woman darling yeah 
and then Samantha faints. And that's the whole episode. And then it, it, it's like shows me and him talking about food and it kind of like fades out while you're just like passed on out the on floor. the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, can me one of these Oreos, please. Okay, so these are also pumpkin spice. These are like the blonde Oreo cookie, not the chocolate Oreo cookie, which disappoints me. So maybe I'm just so used to getting the thins, but are they increasing the amount of cream in Oreos? This does look like a lot of cream. I recently got the Neapolitan Oreos, and it was fine, but the amount of cream in those things was like too much. Okay, I prefer the Milano. I'm not a fan of those. And there's really no spice. It's just sweet. It's flavorless sweetness. Yeah, I'm not into this. I'm giving this maybe a two. No, it tastes like pumpkin. No. It doesn't taste like a pie. It doesn't. It's just sweet. There's really nothing. I can't can't recommend that. I don't like it. Thumbs down. No, get the Milano's instead. Okay, what was your favorite item that we tasted today? It's really close between the Milano and the pumpkin pie Kit Kat. But I think the Milano, I'm going because it Milano. has chocolate. I think I agree with you. I like that there's still chocolate in it. And I like the cookie. So I would give those five out of five thumbs up Robert Stacks. That's a phrase. Sure. Five out of five thumbs up Robert Stacks. <laughs> yeah. That's when it's really good. Um, this is what I would recommend. They say limited edition on them. I don't know how true that is. I mean, I suppose they're only here this time of year. I got these at Target. So, you know, I like to shop local. So I... <laughs> I went to that giant evil behemoth that happens to be located here. Um, this was really fun. It was fun. It's nice to just chat and eat snacks. And not have to really do any work. I know. Why couldn't have this been our podcast? All like, People are like, we never would have listened to that. The no, Losing think- Samantha Show. Two people you've never heard of. <laughs> Chilling. And yeah. No, I think they probably tune in for the Unsolved Mysteries content. But thank but then you we, for the really thoughtful questions. But then we slip in some other stuff. Yeah. Yes. These were very nice questions. Um, and I do wish the TV show was real and I'm sorry we're not real witches and I don't think you'll ever hear Travis's voice because he'll never stop working to be on the podcast, but true, you know, we can dream. True. Okay. Thanks everyone. Thanks. Thanks sluts. Keep barking. Bye.